Welcome and thank you for downloading the Trinity Now podcast, recorded live from Trinity Church of Weston Chapel. For more information about Trinity Church, please visit us online at trinitychurchnow.com. Now, let's join Pastor Dave. Open your Bibles, please, to um, Psalm 100. Would you please stand for the reading of God's Word? Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him, and bless His name. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. Would you bow your heads with me, please? Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to be able to come here this morning. Father, I know that because of you, that there is a cleansing that is going on. That there are hearts that are being touched. Father, to think that, that we just humble ourselves before you. And I pray that as we have opened your word, that you will just continue to do a work in us, that you will continue to to move us in a direction that only you can do. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. And we pray this in your most precious name. Amen. You may be seated, but please, please leave those Bibles open. You know, I was, I was saying before that it's very difficult to, to realize that Thanksgiving's here. It's, it's, um, and I think maybe the, the, the part about when you start seeing um, Thanksgiving when you know that it's getting close because of, of retail and because of, of the merchandising and, and everything that goes on um, as well is that you start seeing that Christmas is not far behind um, when, when you see that um, uh, Thanksgiving in itself and if you've, if you've noticed this over the past few years and I think I've seen Christmas stuff come out a lot earlier this year than what it has been in the past, but but the fact that that Thanksgiving almost seems to be a, a, a holiday that is being pushed to the side. Um, it's it's not a time when we come together and and give thanks as as we should. Um, why it's because it's becoming a lost a lost holiday. It's coming something that that. Um, um, we don't think about all it is is just more of a of a stepping stone. I mean, it's bad enough that when we turned into a, a Black Friday after um, uh, after Thanksgiving, now Black Friday is starting to creep 
closer and closer in towards um, the time when when you used to have family where it would come together and, and celebrate Thanksgiving. Now, now, now Black Friday's creeping right into that time. And pretty soon, the way things are going, there there won't be a Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, it'll be a chew on a drumstick on your way to the store, and that's not that's not what it's supposed to be. It's not what it's supposed to be. We're we're going to um, we're going to our kids' house for Thanksgiving, um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I I really am. We're we're uh, it's it's not just us and and um, our our kids, but my son-in-law's family is going to be there. Here's a this is this is a pile of people, and and so when I tell you what we're having, please don't think that this is all all for just a few people. This is this is a bunch. This is a crowd. We're having baked turkey, we're having fried turkey, and we're having ham. And uh, and then, of course, like I say every year, then we got to throw in, uh, yeah, I'm full already. Um, we have to throw in the horses' duvers. Um, for, for my English-speaking friends, that's hors d'oeuvres. But, but um, that's... <laughs> um, but you know, you eat all that first, and then they want you to sit down and eat all the all the turkey and the ham and all that stuff. And I do my best to oblige. But it's it, you know, how nice it is. You get together with family, and and that's something that I hope all of you do. Um, you get together, you give thanks, because it it is important. Um, our son Jamie will be there. He's um, he's the one that's in at Fort Hood in Texas. He's the one that was in Iraq. Um, I don't know. There's there's good possibility he'll be going back off to to Afghanistan um, in the spring. I don't know. It's part of the company's going, part of it isn't. But but we just don't get to see him that much. And so now that he's going to be here, um, that makes it a little extra special that we'll be able to spend that time with him. I. I I tell you, I am so thankful that our kids, at least some of our kids, are, are close by. Um, we did go through that, that dry spell there when they had all moved away, and it was, it was tough. It was hard to go through um, holidays. Um, but, but I give thanks. I give thanks for, for our kids. I, I give thanks that, that I can pick on my grandson here on, on Sunday morning. I, I give thanks for these things. And we should never stop that. We should never, never take things for, for granted, for what we have. Um, because God, God is, is, is such a good God. And, and he's, he's, he really is a, a God of abundance. And He'll abundantly gr- grace us. And, and it, and it is so wonderful. You know, we, we live extremely hectic lives, and I'm not just talking about myself, but I'm talking about you. And I'm talking about people in this country. We live a, a life that is extremely, extremely hectic. And, and it's just, it's just the way it is. And sometimes when we go through that hectic life and we get so busy that, that we forget to give thanks. We, we live such a hectic lives, folks. That sometimes we come through these doors, and when I'm talking about about us 
all the stuff that we drag in the door, sometimes it's, it's so hectic we don't even realize that we're pulling that along with us. All the things that, that are making our lives so hectic and, and, and are, are, are bringing us such problems. We, we aren't bringing it, we, we don't even realize that we're dragging it along. Why? Because life is, is that hectic. See, Psalm 100, this was the scripture that, that we used at, at Vacation Bible School this year. And how important that was. And it, and it's, and it's titled, um, the Psalm of Thanksgiving. But actually, folks, it is so much more than that. It, it's so much more. Um, it took, it took the kids through, through our history with God and, and going into creation. Um, and, and where creation led us. And, and where God is, has been with us. And where He, He stays with us. And, and, and it finally took them into the point where only, only this could show the, the, the real love of, of, of our God. In that it took, a, took those children to Jesus Christ. And, and Jesus, Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. That's, that's what what Psalm 100 does. It, it, it moves us along and, and we see what, what God has done with us. And it, and it causes us to, to give thanks. You see, the scripture as, as I read it and as you read it should lead us in, into a mindset of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving for, for what God has brought us and, and where He is taking us. It's a, it's a, a thanksgiving of, of not throwing God out the door because of this busy life, but including God in our lives and taking the time to give Him thanks for, for what, for what He has, has given us. You see, there's something else in this scripture that the scripture could lead you to. And that isn't only just a time of thanksgiving, but this scripture could lead you to to an attitude change. A real, a real attitude change. Let me, let me read those first two verses to you again. It says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. You, you can't read that scripture and frown. You can't. Because the Lord is saying, Come to me. Come to me with singing. Come to me with gladness. Come to me with a smile on your face. You can't be sad. You, you can't be in a, in a bad mood and serve the Lord no matter, no matter how much we try. You see, many of us go through life with the joy of, of, of our Lord tucked so far deep down inside our soul that we don't even recognize it. And for sure, nobody ever sees it. You know, I, I came from, from a, a church when I was growing up in a church. And, and, and honestly, the, it was years before I realized that people smile in church. <laughs> it, it was just, it just didn't happen. It was, it was, it was frown city. I thought in order to be a Christian, you had to sit there and you had to just frown the whole time. Show joy? What is this joy that, that, that is, it comes to us through Jesus Christ? What is it? When something good happens, well, 
the joy that's supposed to be here. Let me, let me give you an example of this. Um, I, uh, you know, if you've listened to me for any length of time, you, you, you hear me when I say I'm talking about relationships. This, this, this Lord, this God, this Jesus Christ in our life is a relationship. Let's forget the religion part. Relationship. And, and, and when you liken that relationship to something in your life, and when something good happens in my life, you know what? I can't wait to tell my wife. I can't. I had somebody the other day walk into my office. Sweetest thing. We had been talking about Keurig coffee makers. And, and darn, um, this sweetheart waited outside my office an hour and a half until I could make time. And she brought in a, a, a brand new Keurig coffee maker. And, and I, I just, I looked at that and I was just absolutely dumbfounded. And, and there was two things that, that came to mind. Because I had another Bible study that I had to give. And two things came to my mind. Man, I can't wait to tell Shirley. I, I, can't, I can't wait for her to see this. And the other thing was, I can't wait to go home and use this. It was, I, it was there. It, it does me no good sitting on, the, on my desk. But boy, it does good at my house. And I just couldn't wait to share that. You know, folks, when, I, when, I, when we're talking about this relationship thing, when was the last time you couldn't wait to tell the Lord something was good was happening in your life? When was the last time you couldn't wait to say something to him? And, and I know, you, you know, you're looking at me and saying, Preacher, you're nuts. The Lord knows, he knows all things. Really, he does. But when do we stop treating him like he doesn't exist? When was the last time that something good happened in your life and you just said, Lord, I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for Jesus Christ. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my family. Lord, I don't deserve any of this. Thank you. Thanks. He knows it. But the relationship says, I can't wait to share that with you. This is not the God that stands away off. This is a different God altogether. This is a God that wants to hear from you. This is a God who wants a relationship with you. Let me read something to you. Open, open, go in your Bibles to, to the Psalm 150, the 150th Psalm. Give you a clue. It's the last one. The last Psalm. And man, it just says it all. It just says it all. It says, praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. They had to write a hymn about that. They put that in a hymn. Praise Him with the sound and the trumpet, or sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the lute and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Praise Him with clashing cymbals. 
Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's, that's, that takes, that takes everything that we hold as, as, as holding us back. As, as, this is, this is game on. That's what this is. This relationship with our Lord, this relationship with Jesus Christ, this is game on, folks. He wants clashing symbols. Can you imagine that? We went and watched my, my grandson play in the band, um, uh, the marching band at Wiregrass yesterday. And the percussion instruments are there. And it's bam, bam, bam. To God. To God. That's, that's, take all the inhibitions that we have about, about being these solemn, long-faced Christians and open it up. Because He's great. And He's greatly to be praised. Remember when David was, was, was leading the ark to Jerusalem. And they're carrying the ark behind him. And he's up there dancing away in front of the ark. And, uh, well, you know, things happen. And a little bit of the flap opened up on the front. And I guess, you know, from what it says in Scripture, stuff like that happens. But who saw that? Michael, his wife. She saw it. And she chastised David. I'm not really sure if she chastised him because, uh, you know, we had a wardrobe malfunction, or if because he was really doing the most despicable thing, he was dancing. But she chastised him for it. And David, David was mad. He was mad at his wife. He was mad that, that she had, that she had actually chastised him. You know why? David's dance was not for Michael. David's dance was not for the people. David's dance was not for David. David's dance was for the Lord. That's who his dance was for. That's why he was dancing. It was, it was his love, his love for the Lord that made him dance. You know, when we worship here at Trinity, who's it for? Who's it for? When, when the choir sings, it's to the Lord. When the piano and the organ play the prelude together, it's, it's for the Lord. It's for Him. When there's a solo, good job, Dan. But you know what? Wasn't for, wasn't, it wasn't for me. Wasn't for him. It wasn't for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Because it was a direct line right there. That's where it was. He did it for the Lord. We do it for the Lord. The different styles of, of worship, the contemporary, traditional, the praise, but they're all worship. They're, they're all worship. And we might sit back and say, hey, I don't like Contemporary, I don't like praise, I don't like traditional, I don't like that. You know what? It ain't for you. It's not. When you're singing out there, when we're singing hymns, it ain't for you. 
for him. And so the guy that's three rows behind you that sounds like he just stepped on a cat, it ain't for you. It's for the Lord. And it sounds awesome. Why? Because he belts it out. And it might not be pleasing to your ears, but it is pleasing to the Lord because it's here. It's here. You see, what we do, the worship that we have together, that we come together and we sing together and everything else, the voices need not be in the book. Man, the voices need to be aimed up here because he hears it and he knows it and he sees what's right here. You see, folks, when we sing, when we praise our Lord, you do it for Him. You do it. You do it all for Him. You see, and here is why David danced and we worship. Look at verses 4 and 5 of Psalm 100. We enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. And then really, folks, here it is. For the Lord is good. For His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endures to all generations. All generations. This is our God. This is our God who created us. This is our God. We didn't create ourselves. He did not, or we did not breathe the breath of life into each and every one of us. He did. And He is worthy so worthy of our praise. Folks, we have a lot to be thankful for. Thank you for listening to the Trinity Now podcast. For more information about Trinity Church, please visit us online at trinitychurchnow.com. We hope today's sermon has touched your heart, and we hope you will join us next week for another message from God's Word.